Do you know what really sucks? Is sitting down to edit your project and realizing that you have gaps in your coverage or shots missing? You need to have a really good, specific, and detailed shot list. Head over to filmmakersecrets.com slash shot list, S-H-O-T-L-I-S-T, to get a killer shot list template along with some training where I show you step-by-step exactly how to use it. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars in order to complete a film. You really can go very bare bones when you're kind of limited on your resources. You have to know how to be resourceful instead of focusing on the resources that you don't have. You don't need a cinema camera. You don't need that expensive light. All you need is a couple of things to really make it work. And if you put story first, then you spend more time on the brainstorming, on your character's desire, the conflict, you know, who your character truly is, that's when you're really going to succeed. And that's when you're gonna really start to level up your filmmaking craft because story comes first. Filmmakers have the power to evoke emotion, inspire thought, and drive universal change in this world. Right now, a real seismic shift is happening in the film industry. This is your best chance to join a new filmmaking movement. You have been called to create an everlasting impact with your unmatched, deep desire to tell authentic stories. So how does a filmmaker thrive in an environment that is almost intentionally designed to bring you down? That is the question, and this podcast reveals the answer. What's happening, filmmakers? It's George VK. Welcome to Filmmaker Secrets Podcast. This is episode number 41. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. I hope that... it things turn the way that you want them to turn this year for you. Now, I don't believe necessarily in setting New Year's resolutions. I believe in keeping your goals. So whatever goals that you set back five years ago, 10 years ago, last month, (laughs) keep them. Try your best to do the things that you told yourself you would do last year, right? So if you said that you would exercise more, keep at it, you know, keep doing the thing that that helps you achieve that goal, whatever it is, you know, if you told yourself you would eat more healthy and then you end up eating a burger or, you know, some junk food, it's okay. You're allowed to have cheap meals, but, you know, get back on that horse. Keep doing the thing that helps you reach that goal. Um, that's something that I've been doing and it's something that I'm always trying to improve at. Uh, obviously, I'm not perfect. Right. Nobody else. Nobody is perfect. Um, But today I wanted to talk to you about false beliefs, false beliefs that we have as human beings, but also particularly as filmmakers, because we tend to get into our artistic brain and our artistic brain ends up trying to protect us from failure, from judgment, from fear of judgment from others. All those things that we want to stay in the comfort zone, right? We want to be in our normal world. But in order to break out and reach the level that we want, we've got to exit that comfort zone. We got to leave our comfortable place and do hard things. And that is exactly what I did when I was faced with a decision of whether or not to sign up for the 48-hour film race uh, a couple months back. Now, if you don't know what a film race is, it's basically a filmmaking competition where you're given a genre that you pull out of a hat randomly, and then you get typically three elements. So a character uh, that has to be included in your script, a prop that 
a character has to use, hold, or has to be in the shot, and a line of dialogue that has to be included as well. That's how they know if you include all those three elements that you actually shot that film in that 48-hour time frame. So your role is to write, shoot, and edit, and submit that film in under 48 hours, which is no easy task. And I have done dozens and dozens of film races over the last 14 years that I've been doing this thing. And let me tell you, I have learned a whole lot. The very first one I did was a 24-hour film race. The very uh, recent one that I did was 48 hours, and I almost didn't register a team. Why? Because of the pandemic, right? The people are a lot more careful, uh, understandably, about gathering and large crews and, and, you know, enclosed spaces and, and whatnot. So there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of unknown. But I really wanted to challenge myself as a writer and a director because I usually default to being a director of photography or simply producing the project. And this time I really wanted to try my hand at writing and directing a film race. Now I've written and I've directed projects in the past, but they didn't have nearly as much of a time constraint as a film race does. So I tossed back and forth. I didn't know if I was going to do it. I missed the early bird special, which is a discounted rate uh, for your submission fee to register a team. And at the very last minute, I ended up registering because I just said, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to try my best to gather a team. Um, and one of the reasons that I went back and forth was because I had a sound operator, a sound engineer, and a director of photography lined up, as well as a couple of other crew members that were very key and very important to how I felt like I wanted to run the film set. And then my sound uh, mixer and my DP ended up dropping out and going to a different team. (laughs) I was uh, pissed, to say the least, right? I mean, how do you... How do you deal with the situation when uh, the crew that you're not paying, uh, so you can't really, you know, fire them or you can't force them to come and work for you because they're working for free. And so it's, it is a favor that they're doing to you. But when you make a commitment and then the two crew members leave, I was so distraught. I was just, I had such high expectations because it's been a while since I've done a film race and I really wanted to challenge myself by writing it and directing it because I've never done it under pressure of limited time. Um, And so in the end, I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do it because I decided that I'm going to unapologetically go forward. Even if I was the only person on crew, uh, it was going to happen either way. (laughs) So I ended up casting three amazing actors that I've worked with in the past. And the day of the competition, after we got our genre and the three elements of prop, character, and line of dialogue. We get to the location, and one of my crew members who I was going to have run the audio, uh, you know, basically holding the boom and uh, doing the sound mixing, uh, he had a family emergency, so he couldn't show up. So in that moment, I turn to my wife and I say, you're going to have to run sound. (laughs) And she has never held a boom mic in her life. So I didn't even have the time to sort of coach her through the best practices of running a boom um, with a, with a shotgun mic on the end. Uh, But she did amazing. And I also had uh, an art director and 
myself. So now I was going to be writing, directing, being the director of photography as well, doing the lighting and all of those things while my wife was running sound. Uh, My uh, production designer was kind of, you know, creating the environment that these characters were going to be in. And so it was myself, my wife running sound, my production designer kind of creating the atmosphere and the environment and three actors. That was it. A really tiny crew, really bare bones. Uh, I ended up finding a really cool location to shoot in. That was something that really helped out because it truly sold that uh, story. And, uh, you know, long story short, we get into the best of screening, which means that they're, they screen the films that they considered to be the best out of, you know, 40 plus something teams that were here locally in Denver. And that was our first win is get the best of screening, right? Secondly, we ended up taking second place overall. So we beat out the team that the two guys, the two crew members that were supposed to work for me ended up going to a different team. We beat them out. We got best actor for the lead actor in our film, and we got best writing for the script that was written under Uh, you know, a couple of hours in order to have it ready for the actual shooting day. So, uh, you know, my wife and I brainstormed after we got our assignment, we got horror. The character was a city employee named Alex. The line of dialogue was, I love it. What is it? And the prop was a calendar just to give you an idea. So we came up with this story uh, really quickly because we were just bouncing ideas back and forth. And that was a really cool experience to brainstorm with somebody instead of, you know, by yourself alone with a blank piece of paper and you're trying to come up with what this character wants. You know, what is their true desire? What is the conflict that's going to prevent them or try to prevent them from getting that thing that they want? Uh, you know, what are the, all the different plot lines? What are the other characters doing? How are they uh, interacting with that uh, character in your story? Uh, and then I sat down and over uh, probably a couple of hours, I struck out on the keyboard and, and wrote out the script really quick, sent it off to the team. Uh, got some feedback, did a, a couple of revisions. And then the following day in the morning, we uh, sat down, did a quick uh, read through of the script, make sure everybody understood what their character was, understood what sort of the uh, the tone and the mood of each scene was, what their relationships were between the different characters. And then we just started uh, setting up, you know, dressing the set, picking our location, dressing the set, lighting it. Uh, figuring out different shots uh, from the shot list that I had uh, quickly written out. Because when you're when you only have 48 hours to write, shoot and edit a film, you really have to make intentional decisions and very determined decisions. You don't have time to dilly dally or to, you know, try things out. You really have to be purposeful and intentional in your decisions. So that's exactly what I did. I knew what I wanted. The actors were amazing. My crew was amazing. Uh, and we got it done. And it really paid off because, you know, on a skeleton crew with a tiny, tiny, minuscule budget, the submission fee was $180. I spent $90 for lunch to feed everybody because we shot 
in a span of about six hours total um, in the space because as soon as we got back, I started editing and then finished the following day. And the set design pieces and you know all the different elements that my production designer bought to dress up the set were about 30 bucks. So all in all, a commitment of about $300, 48 hours, and we had a winning film that we produced, uh, that we wrote, we shot, and we edited. Uh, and I'm really proud of this film. It's called Spiral. I'll make sure to have a link down below if you want to check it out. Please let me know what you think. Obviously, uh, keep in mind that it was shot under $300 with a skeleton crew <laughs> under 48 hours. I actually had to fly out for a different job on the final day that we were actually going to be submitting the film. So I had to get post-production done really quickly, really quick and dirty color correction, really fast integration of the music, sound design, audio sweetening, all those things that, that make a, a really polished, finished package. Um, so actually, it was way under 48 hours. I actually finished about six or seven hours before the actual deadline to upload your film. So if that you know if if that's worth anything uh if you take anything away from this is is know that the uh belief of i need you know months and months of production um or or planning and then you know weeks of production and then and then months or even years of post production it's just not true you can finish a really good film, really good film project, whatever kind of video you're working on. Um, doesn't have to be narrative. It, you know, it could be a documentary, a commercial, all of those things. Uh, but it really uh, pays to understand the concepts and to really and truly uh, be committed to those intentional decisions that you make. And you don't have to spend thousands of dollars in order to complete a film. You really can go very bare bones, especially in times of, um, you know, hardship or, you know, the pandemic when you're kind of limited on your resources. You have to know how to be resourceful instead of focusing on the resources that you don't have. You don't need a cinema camera. You don't need that expensive light. All you need is a couple of things to really make it work. And if you put story first and you spend more time on the brainstorming on your character's desire, the conflict, you know, who your character truly is, that's when you're really going to succeed. And that's when you're going to really start to level up your filmmaking craft because story comes first, right? So if you would like to find out more, I have a free training that I go really in depth on all of these aspects. And you can find that at filmmakersecrets.com slash free, F-R-E-E. -E. So filmmakersecrets.com slash free. Go there, uh, get signed up for the training, and I, I promise you, you're going to get a lot out of it. There's going to be a link down below to the webinar as well. And um, this is something that's going to truly help you out, I believe. So don't hesitate get signed up. You know, it's free, so it doesn't cost you anything but a couple hours of your time. Filmmakersecrets.com slash free. I'll see you in there. If you like that, then you are going to love my Cine Racing Challenge. This is a seven-day filmmaking competition where your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to write 
shoot and edit a short 60 second film in just seven days for your one chance to win with over $10,000 in prizes. So head over to cineracing.com. That's C-I-N-E-R-A-C-I-N-G.com to get registered. Spots are filling up fast and the timer is ticking before the next Cine Racing Challenge launches. So be sure to head over to cineracing.com right now to get registered. I'll see you over there.